It is week 22 of Maseches Chagiga with the Sydney Kolos. Sponsored in Nishmas in memory of Sarah Brian the Batycheskel Halevi and dedicated at this difficult time to our brothers and sisters in Israel. We are holding the Gemara and the Chof based on the base three lines up from the bottom of the page at the double dots. The Gemara moves on in the mission to the third stringency, the third case of the Mishnah, which was the third stringency of Kodesh over Truma. That that someone who is carrying Midras, Midras is a is something that is Tommy. It's an article which is which supported in any of various ways the weight of a Zav, a Zava or a Nida. It has a level of Tuma. If anyone's carrying that in one hand, he cannot also carry an earthenware container, an earthenware barrel containing Kodesh, but he can carry an earthenware barrel containing Truma. We explain when we learn the Mishnah that this is only if he doesn't bring the Midras within the airspace of the barrel. If he doesn't bring the Midras within the airspace of the barrel, then he can carry the Midras with a barrel an earthenware barrel of Truma, but not with Kodesh. And we're not concerned that the Midras touch the outside of the barrel because a Klicheres, an earthenware utensil, doesn't contract Tuma on its outside for that which is inside. If it gets touched by something tummy on the outside, that does not contaminate what is on the inside. So that's what we said when we learned the Mishnah. The Gemara says, Kodesh my tamalo. What is the reason why he can't carry Kodesh along with Midras? Why is that? It's because of an incident that once happened that the Gemara is going to quote shortly. And because of that, we're concerned that if someone carries Kodesh and Midras at the same time, that the Kodesh might become Tommy. The armor of Yehuda Mashmuel, as Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, there was once an incident, there was a person transporting a barrel of consecrated wine, of Kodesh wine from place to place, and the strap of his sandal broke off, and he took it, and he placed it on top of the barrel, and it fell into the inside of the airspace of the barrel. And therefore it contracted Tuma. The sandal was the Midras of Azov. And in the process of, a process of taking the strap, which was also Tommy, it fell into the barrel and it rendered the barrel and its contents Tommy by going into the airspace of the inside of the barrel. Then it became Tommy. But Osa Shah Omru. At that time they said, Someone who's carrying a Midras can carry Truma at the same time of Alois Kodesh, but not Kodesh because of this story. The Gemara says, if this is the reason for the stringency, because something actually happened where the strap fell into the airspace of the barrel, Trumanami, the same thing we should be concerned about for Truma also. The same thing could just as easily happen for Truma as it happened for Kodesh. Why are we only concerned about Kodesh and not about Truma? So the Gemara answers, Hamani Rabbi Hanani ben Akavyahi. This is the opinion of Rabbi Hanani ben Akavya. What's special about his opinion? His opinion is when you have a decree that is based on an actual incident, on something that actually happened, you, can, you keep the decree confined to the circumstances of the incident. So in this case, what happened in the incident? Kodesh! Something Kodesh became Tommy. So we only decree that you cannot carry Midras along with an earthenware barrel where the earthenware barrel is carrying Kodesh. But the story didn't include Truma. Nothing happened about Truma, so we don't extend the decree to cover Truma as well. How do we know this is the opinion of Reb Hanani ben Akavya? The Omar, he says in another case, there's another case, we're going to see the details in a moment, where the rabbis issued a decree based on an actual incident that occurred, and he said, that the incident concerned the Jordan River and a boat, so we're only concerned where the, where the actual decree involves the Jordan River and a boat. We don't, we don't extend it to anything else. Well, Hamas like the incident that it actually occurred. 
So we're going to now see what is that other case where there was an incident that involved the Jordan River and a boat. And Rabbi Chaim Ben-Kavir's view is we don't extend the decree to beyond the confines of the circumstances of the incident. Maihi, what was that incident? The Tanya's was taught in a brisa. A person shouldn't take chatas water or chatas ashes. Chatas ashes are the ashes of the para aduma, uh, which the Torah refers to as a chatas. And in order to purify a corpse uh, from corpse tumma, as we know, the ashes are mixed with spring water. This is the mei chatas, and they are sprinkled on whatever it is we're trying to purify. So a person shouldn't carry, carry either the chatas water or the chatas ashes, and transport them across the Jordan. And in a boat, because as we're going to see, that actually happened one time and it became Tomei, carries on the price, nor should he stand on one side of a river and throw them across to the other side, nor should he float them across the water, nor should he ride upon an animal or upon his friend, unless his feet were touching the ground. Because according to the Tanakamba, this first author of the Brisa, the incident that we're going to read about shortly, where the water of the Khatas or the Khatas ashes were being transported across the Jordan River and in a boat, that prompted the rabbis to prohibit any other similar kind of transport. In other words, any transport through the air when the feet of the person carrying it doesn't touch the ground. And that's why the Tanakhama says it's not just about the, uh, the Jordan River, not just about a boat, but also throwing it over a river or, or, or carrying them on an animal where the feet of the carrier are not touching the ground, unless your feet are touching the ground, we decree in all cases. Aval, however, the Tanakhalma says, You can bring them over a bridge and not be worried about it because your feet are touching the bridge. So that was not included in the decree. And these rules apply whether we're talking about the Jordan River, whether we're talking about any other river. So the Tanakhalma clearly holds that the the restrictions on the decree were not specified only, not confined to the Jordan River and a boat. They were broader. Rabbi Hananya ben Akavya Omer, but along comes Rabbi Hananya ben Akavya, who is the person we're looking for, his opinion. And he said, No, the decree was limited to the Jordan River and travel in a boat. When we are de- decreeing, prohibiting the non-ground transport of khatas water or ashes of the khatas, to say that we're concerned they'll become Tame, it was only in a case that involves the Jordan River and travel in a boat, and therefore that's the only case we decree in. And it's based on an actual incident. This is the incident we've been waiting to read about. My Master what actually happened? The armor of Yehuda Amarav, of Yehuda said in the name Rav, there was a story involving a certain person. He was transporting Khatas water and Khatas ashes over the Jordan in a boat. And he found an olive-sized piece of human corpse was found lodged in the floor of the boat. And that can convey tumma via a roof, via an ohel. And in this case, the khatas water and khatas ashes, they passed over the piece of the corpse. They, they became like an ohel, like a, a, like a roof above the piece of corpse, and they became tummy. So that's what happened. But Osa Shah Amru, at that time the rabbi said, that a person shouldn't take khatas water and khatas ashes and transport them across the Jordan in a boat. But the Tanakhama says, we extend that to any other form of non-ground transport. Where even when you're riding on an animal and your feet are not touching the ground, or even if you're dealing with another river, or you're dealing not with a boat, you're just throwing it over a river, not even the Jordan River, 
even then the decree applies, whereas Hanani ben Akavya says, no, it only applies within the confines of the original story. And that is the opinion that the Gemara is saying is why we are only concerned about Kodesh being carried in an earthenware vessel, being carried by someone who's carrying Midras, something that's Tommy Midras as well. Because that is also based on a story. And according to Rabbi Hanani ben Akavya, we only limit the confines of the decree to the circumstances in the story, as we see in this case, of the boat and the Jordan River. The Gemara now asks some clarifying questions on this case. Ibailuhu. They ask the following questions. Sandal Tommy. The Mishnah definitely forbids carrying Kodesh together with a sandal that is actually Tommy. Sandal Tahor Mahu. But what is the law with regards to carrying Kodesh with a sandal that is Tahor? Was that included in the decree as well because it could become Tomei Medras? Or was it only things that are actually Tommy that were included in the decree? Chavis Psucha. The Mishnah definitely applies, the ruling definitely applies to someone carrying an open barrel of Kodesh, where it's possible for the Tommy item to come into the airspace of the barrel. But Chavis Tumamahu. What about carrying a Midras together with a closed barrel of Kodesh? Was that included in the decree as well? Or not, because a closed barrel, the midras could not make it tummy unless you open it. So maybe that wasn't included in the decree, or maybe it was. A third question, Avar Vanasamahu, what about if someone actually went ahead and did carry a midras together with a barrel of Kodesh? And he did his best to make sure that they didn't come into contact and one didn't enter the airspace of the other. But does the barrel of Kodesh automatically become tummy? Maybe it automatically becomes tummy, even if you don't know for sure that the midras came into the airspace of the of the barrel, maybe it anyway automatically becomes Tomei by force of the decree. Rabbi Law Omar, so Rabbi Law says for this last question, Im If someone transgressed and carried a Midrash together with a barrel of Kodesh, the Kodesh automatically becomes Tomei. Rabbi Zera Omar or Rabbi Zera disagrees and says, Avravanasa Tahar. If he transgressed and carried a Midrash together with a barrel of Kodesh, it still remains Tahar, presumably, unless you know that it came within the airspace, the Midras came within the airspace of the barrel. We're going to hold it here for today. I wish you a very good day.